If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome, friends. It is the 335th edition of Unlocked. It's the world's number one Xbox show. We're here at IGN. Coming up on this week's show, plenty to talk about. We've got four new uh, 360 games, four old 360 games, getting new Xbox One X enhancements, plus a little tidbit of information about Cyberpunk 2077, the long, long anticipated follow up to the Witcher series from CD Projekt Red, plus a new console bundle that'll appear to you, appeal to you pirate fans. Plus a new game announced from some former Bioshock developers. Lots to talk about this week. Uh, and so, with that, Ryan McCaffrey, Brandon Tyrell. Hello. Alana Pierce. Hi. I was laughing because, Brandon, your jacket is so noisy. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not taking it off. It's freezing in here. It is really cold. <laughs> it is, it's ice cold oh, in here. Oh, man. I gotta I remember not to wear this Every time jacket. you move, it's just like... Yeah. From now on, I'm just gonna like sit it's on like my a biker. It's like we're doing a show with a with a, <laughs> with a cool. motorcycle. I almost brought a scarf with me. <laughs> so and bad. Miranda Sanchez on the Hello. end. Hello, it's very cold in here. Uh, so I wanted to start, Miranda. We've we've brought some toys this week. Yeah, but one is just simply adorable, and the other two are pretty darn cool. Just yeah. a great little grunt. Um, I actually stole this off Mitch Dyer's desk because I was not fortunate <laughs> enough to go to the show where they actually distributed these. Yeah. These are like super rare grunt plushes, um, and has lived with me ever since. So right, thanks. Mean, was Mitch. he still working here, or was no. this like the post? This just is sort when of, he left. Was it grave robbing. It's he, yeah, he, yeah. It's that yeah. twelve hours after someone <laughs> leaves. <laughs> where they he, <laughs> he had had it for a really long time. I've been eyeing it forever. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, it's so cute. I love grunts so much. And and then he left, and he left it on his desk. And I was like, should I message him? Should I let him know he left it? And I'm like, oh, my nope. God. You actually had the time. Ah, you really yeah. did grave rub it. That's yeah. great. Maybe he <laughs> forgot it was here. Now you just but outed anyone yourself. Anyone who's listening to the audio version, check out the That's video right. version on YouTube.com slash IGN Unlocked. Yes. Yeah. Uh, now, do you want to – now, we, I don't think we can shut off all the studio lights and do this proper, but yeah. you want to show the, the – we got the Sea of Thieves special <laughs> edition controller this week. Ba, ba, it is ba, so ba. cool. It's really, really cool. Yeah. It's super neat. Like as soon as Ryan was showing off, I like just ran over. I was like, "Can I have it?" So <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, it's like a, just a brilliant purple. Oh, we're doing it. Oh, oh. Let's see. Oh, if oh, you, you can see it. You can totally see it. Yeah, you can see it. The skull glows in the dark, and parts of it glow in the dark. And there's like it's really nice detailing on it. We did a whole show like this. I so saw, my yeah, people have to look so at my nice. face. I, I like saw that. Aaron Greenberg posting photos of it. Like he posted a photo on a beach on Twitter, and it's that's a gorgeous. We've all we've also got an unboxing video up on IGN right now. You can check it out and see the whole. Yes, Damon Hatfield. Unboxed it for us. Does it have like 
indents on it as well. Yeah, yeah. It does. So there's uh, or like I think they're islands. Oh, there's a, or, well, there's, they, a, there's oh. a texture, Barnic- or uh, like a barnacles. Yeah, like yeah that's what it kind of reminds me of. And it's also kind of see through, and then it has northeast, southwest on the. Um, and I, I. Uh, so after I posted our unboxing video on this yeah. to Twitter, so, uh, one of the, one of our fans, very nice fans, wrote back and said that the one gold trigger is just yeah. triggering my OCD. I'm like, yeah. I totally get it, but it's, it's rough. No, I the gold love tooth. it. But it's it is. Like it's a gold tooth. Uh, what, what, the gold hoarders, the the, ca- so the yeah. faction on the islands. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of that because he's got like a gold nose, one gold <laughs> tooth. Like these two fingers are gold. Um, so it's nice. It's I asymmetrical. Love also, that the purple, a lot of it's transparent as well. Yeah. So like, it just has like such great detailing and like seeing that little bits of the controller inside. They I do mean, a really good job. The this is probably my favorite controller. Yeah, they did not well. just like slap the Sea of Thieves logo on yeah. it and crank it out. Like they went the whole nine yards on that thing. That's it the looks thing really that I think. Good. I think Xbox has done a really good job of is those kinds of accessories. Like yes. I, I will talk about Design Labs forever because I think yeah. it's so cool. I bought three separate people Design Labs controllers. Nice. Yeah. It's like I love them. I love doing that. But it's also every single PAX or every, I think it's PAX East specifically, there's always a unique. check out this like yeah. unique display yeah. of Xbox controllers. And I, I mean, think it's so cool that they do that. The Gears controller was really cool. But yeah. yeah that going was back also to the cute. Xbox Lab, they just added the NFL teams, all yeah. 32 yeah. NFL teams. So I got my okay, 49ers controller. Some of them controller. are hideous. But <laughs> yeah. the fact is <laughs> there's a lot of choice. But like yes. the, for the most part, they have been better than than not, yeah. I think. Um, and this is my favorite personally just because it is one transparent a little bit and two, it's purple. Well, and Super unique. What That's makes it better is you're, you're, you can do all these cool customizations and neat special editions on what's already the best controller on the yeah. planet. Yeah. Like opinion. it's it's not like we're uh, putting lipstick on a pig on this. Yeah. Yeah. Offset this is already, things. yeah. Do you, so do you remember we did that video so where we tried to make the most hideous 360 yeah. 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 Xbox controller? I think we succeeded. A lot of people commented or wrote in saying, that's not bad at all. That looks like a pack of tropical Skittles. <laughs> like, no, it's terrible. That was the point. It was so it's bad. It's not a good looking We found it a happy home. Somebody controller. has it. Like, we gave it away. Yeah, yeah. sent it to somebody. But uh, So, yeah, I also wanted to introduce an old friend uh, so here. Good. This is the new Duke. And it is, uh, they were, Hyperkin was very kind enough to send, this is a, a limited edition, uh, sadly you can't buy this this translucent green version, the, the version that is available for sale is the, uh, you know, traditional black version. Uh, but you see here, it's, I mean, it's, you've all it's, felt it, you've all held it, it's, I mean, it's like, it's exact. It's 100% uh, the dude. The yeah. only, the two differences, obviously, between the, the back and start not being right. labeled back and start, they're... Whatever the hell and whatever the oh, dumb the, the new ones. <laughs> the, the menu. That's it. Yeah, uh, whatever. Thank you. I literally I still say even, back and stop. Couldn't yeah. even remember what they are. I do too. Uh, but the the sticks, you know, this is a, a concave stick on the right and a convex stick on the left. Uh, you've got your black and white buttons, but they they've also added shoulder buttons. Right. Which what? Okay. I'm, so <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. It, the the shoulder button, man. Please. So I used a Duke because um, I, have, I have big palms. So I used a Duke when I played Halo 2 almost exclusively, and this Ugh. was fine. You like <laughs> yet, to use me. Yet, when you want to hit R&B, they're tiny, and they're right here, and you can't Don't call trigger. it. It's not the size. It's how you use it. <laughs> so we have – thank you, Duke. So we have to uh, – you have to use the claw. If you're using this go. for competitive, I don't know which camera I'm at right now, but you have to use the claw, and it's really frustrating. So I don't think I'll be using it again. Nostalgia aside, it's fun. Yeah, so if I – I have a – I have sort of a – like a a very minor, not real life problem with the addition of these L uh, <laughs> shoulder buttons. Like if if we're gonna commit, if we're bringing this thing back, yeah, which is awesome as a, a nostalgia factor. 
Like, let's go all in and make people reach way the hell up <laughs> for the black and white buttons instead of putting these yeah. little convenience shoulder buttons on here. Like, I don't know, some like you know. What do the what do the black and white buttons do on this? Had it good. Well, they're, they oh, should it still does have the black. And white. I haven't yeah. had a chance to actually play this yeah. yet because yeah, I'm I'm reviewing a, I'm reviewing a game on another console and then I'm busy with a million other projects. So all I've managed to do is plug it in and I keep turning it on because the LED screen here. If you look on my Twitter, there's a little quick so video. Good. Yeah, uh, it does the X the original Xbox boot up. That's so and you just cool. it also turn on the console. So if you just press that, it's it's uh, functions the same as the. Yeah the Nexus button, uh, but it, it just does the, the original Xbox boot-up sequence. Uh, what and you can just cable keep, does it take? It's a, it's a USB. I don't know if that's micro or C, but it does require... It is wired, even though the, the wire... looks like micro. I like that the wire detaches anyway. Yeah. Cool. yeah. So, I like it's a throwback console, and you don't see LED screens on consoles anymore. Yeah. <laughs> what was, what was your, the last one? The Dreamcast, maybe? <laughs> well, cool. yeah. DS, but... Yeah, DS. But it feels good. It feels completely like it used to as far so, as the trigger feel, the button feel, all of it. I pre-ordered one, and the thing is, like, you can talk <laughs> – you can talk about – Thank you. Yeah, you're right that that floor is weird. But I, I have no intention of playing with it. You which, know, like which I'm. Bums me out. I, I feel the same way. I want to play with this. Well, I, I wanted it because I want to keep it. I don't think I'll play games with it. Like maybe Halo, just for the I, fun of it. Yeah. I don't know how I played with this as a child. Yeah. I played so much Halo. I'm just like, how. How did I do this? Like just holding it now is really awkward, I like and I can just like feel it in my palm. Put your hand against uh, it. Yeah, it's like Miranda's hand excuse is my horrible nails right controller. now, but oh my, my hand God. is the size yeah. of this controller. That's like, crazy. This is ridiculous. Yeah, like I had to like I remember moving my hand to reach the black and white buttons because I couldn't reach them. Yeah, and like I still can't. I can kind. I can pretty much reach it. Um, One thing I remember, and I don't remember if it was actually the Duke, but uh, on the, it, there used to be it was like a little uh, a green circle that was in the middle of the controller. Was that what it? That's was that on the Duke? that was right here. That was, yeah. but it's been replaced by the screen. Right, now. Yeah. that that was. It just, just was a this, piece of paper that that had the Xbox logo. Right, on it. whatever. I'm I I might be just thinking of the the controller that came after that. It was the most satisfying feeling rubber. This little green circle that had the X on it. I thought it was like rubbery texture that was like I would just rub it all the time because it was <laughs> so many things you could take <laughs> yeah. out of context from. I, I feel like I'm, I'm, said, just, I'm like, literally uh, putting up roadblocks in my mind right now. This entire segment has had a lot of because you're all like, oh, I love huge. it. I just used to Let's rub it. Keep all. talking. No, it's relevant. Do, do me a favor. Say rubbing the rubber in your Duke. No, no, I don't want to get fired. What if we move on? Oh, yeah, yeah, anyway, so uh, what else is that to talk about? Oh, man, uh, so when are they coming out, Ryan? Uh, oh, yeah, was important. it late March? I don't recall the exact date. I think pre-orders are still available. GameStop oh, yeah. Exclusive, yeah, I, so. I, I think for more information, uh, it's Hyperkin. Yeah. Or just follow Seamus Blackley. He's got all of the information <laughs> there, too. He, the, the, the creator of the Xbox that's responsible for uh, for making this happen. Yeah, if you want to see it turn on, Ryan's got a great tweet with nice. the uh, LED screen lighting up. Or LCD, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> Are, are, are you okay, Miranda? Yeah, I'm fine. You get in the vapors right up. now? No, 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 everything's fine. It's fine. We're fine. Don't worry about it. We're professional. It's all good. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Uh, all right. <laughs> okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue. Gone. Yeah, please, please. please continue, Ryan. Please continue. I need water. Four Xbox 360 games that are backwards compatible have been given Xbox One X enhancements this week. They are Crackdown. Fable Anniversary. Been asking for that for so long. Yay. The Witcher 2, the uh, Witcher 2, like, complete enhanced edition, and Forza Horizon 1. These are all incredible games. Four excellent games. I mean, these are, uh, 
mostly nine out of tens. Yeah, I don't think the original Crackdown one was. Some people would disagree with the me. The Witcher on that. Two is also definitely a game that I think some people will love and some people will hate. Like I think it's worth talking about if you haven't played The Witcher Two and you love the Might Witcher Three. Might be tough 3. to come back to after The Witcher Three. They're yeah. very different. I want to yeah. say like I played all the Witcher games and I think The Witcher Two. I think some people will love it, but the, the thing is, like, you have to, before you even get into a fight, take potions, go to the fight. Yeah. You can't, it doesn't play quite as much like an action game as The Witcher 3 does. Right. It's, it's a that opening courtyard, right? Where they throw, like, yeah. five knights at you at once, and you're just like, this yeah. game is hard. It was one of the first games I'd played where I actually felt like I had a choice. Like, you can talk sure. someone out of even fighting you. You just talk talk yeah. your way out of a boss <laughs> fight. Like, it's it's still a very good game. That I mean, a, this role. That was the, the first game I started with The Witcher series, and mm-hmm. I didn't realize, like, it's a mature fantasy game. Yeah. And I get to certain mm-hmm. points in there, and I was like, whoa, <laughs> what is happening here? Uh, it's my kind of game. Sa- oh, man. <laughs> All day long. It's the Duke spirit. Sa- uh, <laughs> sadly, I never finished it. Uh, there's a point in it where you go from, you know, point A to point B, and that happened, and I saved it and never went back to it. So I'm actually really interested in going back to it now yeah. and seeing like how it – how it plays out in the spirit of it after beating Witcher. There's so, some. I think it's sorry, very Miranda, different. go ahead. Oh, sorry. Just like the big thing with these programs, it's like so exciting, but it just makes you want to go back and play games that I haven't played in forever instead of playing the old games that I never got to play, which is like the worst curse. And like, hey, the best thing too. It's like, yeah. oh gosh, I can't wait to go back and play Fable again. I am yeah. 100% but, going to play through Fable Anniversary again, even though I'm still trying to finish Monster Hunter. So, it's like, yeah. uh, you, know. you need to so record it for IGN, then you can do it during work hours. <gasps> That's true. Just play it. Yeah, just I play it. It's pretty short. We have Xbox One X's here and just do it. It all in we perfect. do. It's research. We, we got to show how much it's changed. <laughs> yeah, how nice it's it research. looks now. Yes. Yeah. yeah, there were some some before and after, or, you know, original and now pictures put up, screens put up of each of these, and yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a heck different. of a step up. And yeah. uh, so the enhancements include increased resolution, anti-aliasing, higher pixel counts, increased texture details, and more by default. But if you're uh, if you just want to keep it original, you can opt to play the games as they originally appeared without all these enhancements. You don't have to turn them on if you have an Xbox One X. Fable Anniversary had a bunch of performance issues that it seems like they don't address. Like There was a lot of issues with it crashing or Mm. when you would try to save, it wouldn't complete the save. Um, some of the silver keys were bugged out, so it's like I don't. It doesn't sound like they've uh, done anything about any of that, but maybe there's been patches. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, I agree. There's four just wonderful choices. Absolutely, for, and you know, even you know, you kind of say the same about heart, uh, being it being tough to go back to after the newer game with Forza Horizon One. Like, yeah, two. Oh, that one. Two clowned one, and then three clowned <laughs> two and one put together. I think but, you can only play Forza Horizon One if you've never played another Forza Horizon game. <laughs> I think that may be true. You sure? You think this right uh, this lineup means anything? No. You think the choice of these games means? What? I think sequels because uh, I mean they're all they're three What's first party four? games. Wouldn't, yeah, that would make sense. I mean, we it's the calendar history suggests that that's going to happen. Right, together. The Witcher two uh, goes not, into our next story. That there's no way there's Witcher four coming out, but it could be related to Cyberpunk. Fable could be related to another Fable because we've already heard all about that. Right, right. and then obviously mm-hmm. Crackdown. So it's like, is this going to be a lineup of things we're going to hear about at E three? Maybe. Maybe. I, all particular I, That's a good pickup. I think the easiest thing is to say these are all like the heavy hitters of the OG Xbox period. Also true. Um, I mean the 360 period? Yeah. Sorry, the 360 period. Um, and I think that these... Well, yeah. Fable. But, well, it's the anniversary version. Yeah, it was yeah. the anniversary edition, yeah. which is why I was thinking that as well. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I think these are these are the big ones that are people are going to be like, oh, I love that game. Oh, it, I can play it again and it looks better than ever. You know? Yeah, or I think just because also it's like, hey, Crackdown Three is happening and I don't know anything about Crackdown and like, hey, look, Crackdown is remastered or like just resolution better and like all these great improvements. Might as well play it now, kind of thing. It's like it could play into that too, sure. just like because they do have a lot of FaceTime right now. Yeah, and like so that is, I guess, a better incentive to push these ones. And, of course, they're popular. So. I have I have two theories. One builds off of yours, Brandon, in that it's, I wonder if they are really just looking at data and going, well, these are the games people are playing, so let's invest our our back-compat team resources here and, and pump these games up. My other theory, which is has nothing to do with data at all, would just be, uh, again, I having especially having gone and met the backwards compatibility team last yeah. fall, they might just have decided, "Hey, we like these games, so we're going to sit here and dial these games <laughs> up, and then we'll just we'll just you know three of them are first party, so they don't need really need any permission yeah. at all. Right. And then for The Witcher, they can just go to CD Projekt Red and go, "Hey, we made this. Do you mind if we put it out?" And they're and like, yeah. "Sure," because that's literally how it works. So those, they've been those, pumping they, a lot of yeah. them out. Does that mean that it's fairly easy for them to do? I'm sure it's a case by case basis. Yeah, you know, I yeah, it's. Uh, They've been really consistent with the updates on it, and I feel like you know it's not like there's ever been a lull. Like I feel like we hear about it every month, yeah, even more than once a month. So it's you know the the architecture was super you know inviting for Mm -hmm. the 360. So I imagine you know developing for PC and then doing the backwards compatibility from 360 up to the Xbox One is probably not as hard as going from like an older console to a newer console in in another in another ecosystem. Or the hard part was getting the. Xbox One to run as a 360 in the first place, and just then like everything emulate, that's yeah. kind of easy. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, uh, You're doing a great job. I like and, the idea of that though. That they're just picking the ones that they like. Yeah. Why like, not? No, it's, that's good. It's your job. It's me. You enjoy. You see, team privilege. Like, yeah. oh well, you know, we uh, we're in control of this, and we really like Crackdown and Fable. Nobody's <laughs> yelling at us as long yeah. as we keep doing yeah. it. Just so. keep pumping something out. <laughs> we're right. gonna start. It's with like it. just flying under the radar. Yeah. <laughs> where's that? Where's that enslaved enhancement? I actually just, I just replayed yeah. that game last year. It's so good. I really like that it game. It was a good game. Yeah. It absolutely was. Very good game. Um, I don't want to be the typical entitled gamer, but uh, you know, I, I, I w- these are great. I would love to see a few more original Xbox games. I hope, hopefully there's a few Classic more of those. Ryan. I know, right? Oh, yeah. Burnout. Whoa, it's what not about? right, Burnout. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. It's so right. Uh, uh, I, I totally agree. <laughs> but I feel like we will... Um, Again, they're pumping them out really consistently. Yeah. What, what's the yeah. one original Xbox game you really want? I know we made a list about it last year, but oh, man. Riddick Rid- hasn't been... Riddick would be a good one, for sure. Yet, original Xbox game. Yeah, Riddick, That's Riddick probably would my number be one. pretty high up on the list. I really loved Mech Assault. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd that was, be a good that one. Was like my first, it's not a new Mech Assault. Yeah, but that was my first foray into Xbox Live. Like, Do you guys remember this Same. setup thing Same. where yeah. it's the guy on the couch and he's like, no, I'm talking like the Grim Reaper. <laughs> I'm talking like an old lady. Oh, the yeah, the, the voice filters. Yeah, the, yeah, the, but, the but they did like live action tutorial videos yeah. and I remember watching that and I was like, the future is now. <laughs> Mech uh, Assault was super fun to play online. I yeah. don't know what it would be like now, though. I remember talking to my mom, like, Mom, these are other people. I'm killing other people. No, not like that. I'm fighting other people. <laughs> she thought I was the biggest nerd, but it was so fun. Mecha, I mean, well, Mechasol was, yeah. Yeah, was yeah. one of the signature games of, of Xbox Live when it launched. Yeah. 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 It, was, it was that. What was the other one? Go, I mean, Ghost Recon, which was a port, of course, of of the PC version had been out right. for a while, but it was so good on Xbox because yeah. it you, was Miranda? slow and tactical. You should know by now. Fusion Frenzy. Uh, right. Oh, I was going to clown on yeah. Fusion. Okay. Well, oh. like, there's incredible games, but that's all I want to play with my friends. Like, 
if if I bring my old friends over from my childhood and just like that I'm still friends with, um, that's what we play. Yeah, it's just like great to bring out the old controllers. You, I have to boot up the 360. Are you taking advantage of it on Xbox One? Or, you know, the OG Xbox backwards compatibility and um, the enhancements. Yeah, I've tried it a little bit. Yeah, and because I haven't been with anybody and I'm just alone and it's sad. But so it's no one to play with. Anyway, that aside, yeah. But I would love to see like what it would look like with these enhancements, like going a step further. Yeah. That'd would be you, so cool. Do, that I need, do we need to loan you this? Yeah. <laughs> gotta, I gotta make, like Jade Empire. Make it all oh, Jade oh, Empire. That's a, that's a good yeah. call. No, yeah, that'd be a good one. Let's go. Um, was, was Fusion Frenzy local? I can't remember. Yeah. It was only local? Or? Yeah, oh, yeah. It, was, yeah. it yeah. was a launch title. It was yeah. pre, way pre-Xbox. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, there's a lot of those cool little co-op games that I think would be good. But it's just, it's so great to Shout see, to I mean, Falls. God, now <laughs> I'm going to be the crocodile guy. Uh, but you know, cause over time, I, I'll bet if, if we <laughs> go I love how with yourself, you <laughs> are. Because, like, so I would like defend brute force all the time, even when it was Monty and Destin and everyone would still be like, ah, and the fact that you just like stepped right up. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Maintaining it is so good. Canon. Defend brute force. <laughs> I'll be Destin in this situation. I don't mind. You know, in, in a year, we'll probably look and there'll be like, There'll be a huge list of 360 games that have Xbox One X enhancements. And it's, you know, just over time, this is going to turn into, I mean, it's already great, but it's going to turn into this crazy, amazing enhancement yeah. library where mm-hmm. everything old is is made a bit new. It's so crazy that you have two decades of games. And sure, like, you could talk about the quality or, like, that game was made 15 years ago or whatever. But uh, that's insane, man. Like, your library catalog spans two decades. It's yeah. just so nice, too, that they're constantly working towards it's like hey we're still making these old games accessible and i mean you can't completely modernize them but we can at least make them visibly more appealing and like have those improvements to work with these newer consoles and like just that's like a great service for people that still love to play those games it's great i think the xbox one at this point has to have the biggest game library of any console Surely. Yeah, when you factor in the all the compatibility stuff, right? I would I would sure think I wonder so. which one has the biggest is like the DS line just has backwards compatibility. Well, I think she's talking about Switch, PS4. Yeah. Are we talking like the eShop and all that? Well, Switch wouldn't count because Switch can't play a ton of the old games. Right. So Switch has a small library. Yeah, it's also brand new. Switch doesn't have an eShop on it, like the same way the Wii U did? Yeah, but it's... Granted, I only use my Switch for... It doesn't have virtual console yet. Virtual console. Yeah, no virtual console. I only use my Switch for Zelda and Darkest Dungeon. Okay. Good pick. Dark Souls soon. Dark Souls soon. Whoa. Anyway. Also, uh... You know, at this Real point, Crackdown 1 with these enhancements. Ooh. Yeah. The spicy take right here. <laughs> yeah. I think it looks probably as good as uh, Crackdown 3 did at E3 last year. Ryan and, I, Ryan and I were both very underwhelmed at E3. No, nah, it's fine. It'll, uh, be, it'll, be, it'll be fine. Yeah. It'll, whenever it comes out, I, I'm happy for it to take as long as it needs to. Yeah. It was fun. That's, yeah. that's, you know, we keep harping on the... Man, the frame it was is, fun when I played it. I don't know if that's just our video yeah. or what. Yeah, it's just a not let's, a good... Let's give it the benefit look at it, though. It's not, yeah. It does not look good. It was less about the graphics for me and more the UI. Look, the look, UI also just how felt so dated and bare bones. It also just looks so empty. That was what I was going to say. My issue that's, was with the emptiness. Yeah, that's like... Well, I don't mind if it has like a style to adhered to but like when it's just empty on like these new like, consoles no, that we have they're so powerful people around yeah like weird. give me more stuff to destroy anyway, well on. you can play crackdown but, one now on your xbox yay. one x and it'll look pretty good and still yeah. be still be pretty fun gotta collect those orbs all right uh we talked about the witcher a minute ago uh speaking of 
The Witcher. Cyberpunk 2077 is the next game from CD Projekt Red, makers yes. of The Witcher. And they uh, gave a little quote about it. They're starting to starting to pick up their chatter about this game yeah. a little bit now. After years of silence, they uh, CD Projekt Red says it's going to be, quote, more ambitious than The Witcher 3. Hmm. CD Projekt CEO uh, Adam Kaczynski told PC Gamer, quote, Cyberpunk is our new Witcher 3, but even more ambitious. Our goal is to establish a new blockbuster franchise from the beginning. We work in a new universe, futuristic universe. We believe it's very appealing to players, not only RPG players, but this is a true RPG like Witcher, like Witcher 3 for mature audiences. It's handcrafted, detailed, of course, open world with open-ended gameplay. It's a great game, more ambitious than The Witcher 3, and we believe that we can aim at more ambitious business goals as well. Of course, still having gamer-centric focus and quality focus as a main priority. I'm so scared for wikis. This is uh, <laughs> oh my how old... So this is the one and only official asset ever released for the for I, Cyberpunk. I this feel is like from what three or three years ago. Maybe this more? came out before Miranda and I worked here. It's same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. this came out before I moved to the U.S. Uh, wow. Because I remember that, when I wrote an article about it. So you remember watching this and just being like, "God, they're crazy over there." <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're in Europe, so it's very different. But no, I, I did. Sure. I did write an article about it when it came out. God, um, oh, that's so cool. Twenty. Thirteen. My arms did that. It probably was after that. Something like that. Yeah. Safe. Uh, yeah, man, I cannot wait for this. Like, what was the SNES series? The Shadowrun, like the Cyberpunk one. Well, yeah, I mean, back yeah, the original Super NES Shadowrun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's the one. I I haven't played any other than that. But to me, this is like Shadowrun meets The Witcher Three open world and. I am so stupid excited for I this. just want it to yeah. be Blade Runner. That's like that's <laughs> what I want. I mean, <laughs> to be to be fair, it kinda is though. Yeah. Right? And I know like sci fi purists out there are gonna be like, they're they're not the same. <laughs> uh but man, cyberpunk, sci fi yeah, were the, were the purists kind of a little southern twang there? Is that what that was? Uh, I can neither <laughs> confirm nor <laughs> deny. Let's get real then. Uh, yeah. So I think the okay, thing with this is this <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. This quote is Them's um, fighting words. <laughs> The quote is pretty vague, like saying it's more ambitious. We don't really learn a lot from this, yeah. except that they're excited about it. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not game, like, game developer wants you to be excited for their game. It's not like they're going to be like, eh, we kind of bit off more than we could do. It's a little less ambitious. <laughs> was that a little twang? I thought I heard a little twang in that, too. <laughs> like, yeah, we're just kind of going for the same level as The Witcher 3. We're going to play it, it safe. Yeah. I think we yeah. can phone yeah. this one in. I wonder what more ambitious business goals means. Does that mean Maybe. microtransactions? Or it just means more units. More they've units been, sold or something. They think that I doubt that game will sell more than The Witcher. I mean, yeah. Oh, well, you never know. I yeah. Mean, cy- like uh, Cyberpunk 2078 might in six years from now. That's you true. know, after they sort of establish it. And- yeah, well, I guess that's a good point. Are they talking about 77 in specific or are they talking about the Cyberpunk brand moving forward? Yeah. Yeah, it'll just be cool. I mean, yeah, it's, it's just, Cyberpunk hasn't been done right? we just haven't steampunk hasn't really been yeah. hasn't been done well i mean on, on a, at least this on isn't steampunk, big budget right? scale. yeah but that vein sorry of, yeah that's I, I, yeah and I'm, I'm hesitant to talk Vains. about it because i don't want to say the wrong thing i don't know enough about it to really say what's one thing or another no, i mean no, I, think, no, I feel like yeah. the but this is cyberpunk aesthetic sci-fi. is getting really popular now okay. right like we what saw what a few huh? what, like what, what are the just like that futuristic blade runner blade runner essentially kind of thing like just like this kind of gritty neon 
dark yeah. place. Film noir yeah, the like there's, kinda... yeah, I mean, there's plenty of examples you can find out there, but I guess the easy, most popular one for sure is Blade Runner um, to look to. So I think with that kind of aesthetic, like I said, getting really popular right now, I think this has a chance to really thrive. Um, also with how popular The Witch was, it's like, hey, the people that made Witcher 3 made this. And then I think you have an easy sell right there, right? Yeah. Because like I know so many people that just like love The Witcher. And I know a lot of people that loved parts of The Witcher and would be more interested in it if it weren't fantasy. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, hey, this is a fantasy. Hey, if it's just a, Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk 3, then yeah, I, I would you be over there. totally yeah. fine with right. that. Which is <laughs> similar. I mean, obviously it's not the same thing. But I mean, like they're very much leaning into like saying, hey, this is a true RPG. So yeah. in a Cyberpunk setting, which is not super common. So... You know, we, yeah, we've right. waited a long time <laughs> for, yeah. for, uh, I'm interested for sure. a challenger to for, – for someone to do what Todd Howard and the, and the Bethesda yeah. Game Studios team does so well. Like, it's taken a long time for, for there to be equals to that. And we're starting – finally starting to see that now, which is great because it's, it's like the, the – like, it's like how it took many years for anybody to, to even remotely – remotely approach GTA. I mean, I don't say anybody's matched or surpassed GTA because I don't think so. But yeah, it's, it's great to see that, you know, there, there, there are other awesome open world role playing games that are, Mm. that are finally, you know, seeing the light of day. Yeah. Yeah. And some like really interesting settings too, right? Like that's such an important part of this is like, you have to have a place where people want to live in essentially like, and experience this world in its entirety. And that's what so. that was the great thing because Skyrim is very much high fantasy. Um, you know, it wasn't really historically bound, and I know no. the, the Witcher's not historical either. But they pull a lot of folklore from Scandinavian stuff and all that. Um, and so, like, it was cool. It was almost like getting a dose of culture from a place that actually exists in a fantasy world. And I like kind of fell in love with that. Yeah, I mean, the Witcher's been—I don't know when the first book would have been written, but it's been. You know, Polish, not Scandinavian. I don't Polish, correct. Online. Yeah, but it's they've Late, that right. franchise has existed for a super long time anyway. You know, it's, yeah. it's, and it's something that a lot of us never even would have heard of if it didn't. Wasn't there True. like an old movie of it? Yeah, and there's also yeah. a TV show that's really bad. God, oh, yeah. who, who was it? Who starred as? It was somebody that isn't sure. isn't no, no one. There's a new movie coming out, isn't there? A double yes, negative. there's a Netflix one, right? Yeah. Well, they're making a Netflix show. Yeah. Right. Show. Yeah, show the show. Not yeah, and apparently the pilot script is finished as of Ooh. like a day or two ago exciting but they haven't announced casting yet so we'll see yeah right we uh did a cool feature on people we'd like to see picked for that mm-hmm. we did i still think mads or actually no there's a uh, there's somebody else and i remember his name so i'm Hideo just, Kojima I'm just gonna stop right now <laughs> no no one can ever be perfect for that role yeah. in theory because a witcher isn't a human right it's and not in even in a way that's like oh it's an elf it has pointy ears like witches literally don't have any pigment in their skin mm-hmm. you it's not possible. Like, yeah. like no one can do that right. So I think like no matter who it is, the casting's never going to look like Geralt does, and we just have to be like, that's the thing. Is like exactly spot on unless because, unless they go CG, yeah, like the Green Lantern with it, the man. with his CG suit. Like, yeah. just don't, just okay. don't, guys. Yeah, I don't think they'll do that. I hope not. No, he'll he'll be a pale dude. You know, but have a pale dude. Yeah, there's plenty of us out there. <laughs> Uh, moving on this week, Sea of Thieves, which we seem to talk about just about every week. Now, there was another scale test. What is this? Sea I of sadly Thieves? missed it. Yeah. Uh, I, I wasn't able to join either. Yeah. Well, either. we'll see if there's another one or not or, or uh, if anything else comes up. But if you are looking to upgrade, maybe you have an original Xbox One. It's me. Or, eh, maybe <laughs> for Miranda. I'm ready to upgrade. There is a Sea of Thieves bundle yeah. that is, that is uh, imminent here. 
It's so it's three hundred bucks. It's not a special edition console, sadly, to match that beautiful controller. Mm-hmm. But it is just a, it's a standard white Xbox One S. But it's uh, it is a one terabyte hard drive, which it seems. I'm glad to see that most of the bundles have been th- with the one terabyte now. Yeah. Uh, and then you get a month of Xbox Live Gold and a month of Xbox Game Pass. And so it's a three hundred dollar bundle. So I'm curious about this does and the it, game, of course. Does nice. it come with a copy of the game, or is your copy of the game the Xbox One? No, game it's pass? you get the game. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, okay. You do get the game. I presume. I mean, it's it's always a digital. You never get a disc, right? No, right. So, yeah. It, I mean, it doesn't matter anyway because you have to download <laughs> updates every day to the game as it is. So yeah, doesn't really uh, make a big difference there. I don't think. But yeah, good to see this. Uh, love just. I, we're getting so close. I'm so excited. About we are yeah. T minus like three weeks away from that game. Yeah. No. In fact, it was three weeks from yesterday. It's going to be the best. I hope so. I just can't wait to see what the full scope of it is. You know, we've yeah. seen yeah, yeah. That's the, the limited right bits now. and pieces at, at E3 and various shows. And then, of course, this closed beta and the, you know, the, the, uh, Stress you, test here, which is the same thing as the closed beta. Are, are UK boys did a really good preview on it, uh, showing that some of the sort of higher level stuff. Yes. I'm really self conscious about moving my arms now. Uh, <laughs> showing some of like the skeleton force. I need your clothes, your boots, yeah, and your motorcycle. And your motorcycle. Yeah. Um, I guess he was naked when he said that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to get <laughs> he didn't naked. Have the jacket I'm on. Not, I, I told myself I'd never <laughs> get naked on camera again. Uh, <laughs> not after last time. Not after last time. <laughs> no. I am. I am curious if. Like, what else is out there, right? Because we know there's a Kraken swimming around. Yep. We know there are fortresses and all that. But, like, what well, am I going to be doing aside You're going to become legendary, and then you get your hideout. And then like, the game essentially begins, right? Y- yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Can't wait. I just uh, want a skeleton friend. That'd be nice. I want to be a pal with a skeleton friend. Like yeah. a skele- skeleton. Skeleton. Not, like a, not like a pet, just a pal. A buddy. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Sure, yeah. I just like skeletons. It's just we really nice start. there's a lot of skeletons in this game. There well, are. I mean, you have one, so that's great. Yeah, you do. That's yeah. also true. We all have It's weird to think about that. Yeah, that makes me uncomfortable. There's a skeleton there's a inside skeleton you right There's a skeleton living now. inside of me. I don't like it. Oh, no! Like it. no. no. <laughs> Smash cut to Miranda just dry heaving in a paper bag. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> she dry heaves her entire skeleton out of her mouth. <laughs> no. no. Ah, <laughs> and it takes no. off. Oh, we're, we're going really dark. So the we Blackout will, Club. We will yeah. start, hold on. Speaking look, of horror. We will start a uh, a group, yeah. an unlocked group, so that yeah. at, not only you maybe you hopefully play with us and we'll play with you guys, but just we'll have a, a group where you can always find your fellow unlocked fans and listeners to have a, have a good crew to, to sail with at all times. So. The IGN Armada. And then you texted me back and you said the IGN Armada. And yeah. I was like, I see what you did there. SEA. Yeah. There were a lot of puns going on on our cell phones. This is what we do. We sit across weekend. from each other and this is what happens all yeah. day. Yeah. Terrible. I like it. Thank you. Shut up, Appreciate Miranda. That. It's not cute. <laughs> don't subdue your Don't call him. that. How dare you? I, I mean, can like it. I like Miranda's got a monopoly on cute right I now. I do. <laughs> have you seen my dad? Sorry, have you seen my Pikachus? I was just yeah. going to say that. Pikachu uh, Mountain over there. Uh, yes. You bring a plush with you to uh, every show you go to. You know what? I'll start. Oh, anyway. I'll start looking for one. <laughs> no, he brings a. He beats up a biker and steals his leather jacket and wears that on every show. I bought this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a better story if you beat up some guy for no, it. No, it's so it's not. Easy. This goes online. Uh, the Blackout Club. You, you yes. beat up your left mouse button. Add to cart. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, this was a Black Friday purchase actually. I did speaking the un- of, speaking of horror and black guessing? things and beating people up. The blackout club. Speaking of, you segued it. 
No, well, you started it. This was a, this don't, was a team effort. Walking on it for five minutes. Yeah, on this yeah. side of the table, we're just like, how can we? Segue? So the blackout. So <laughs> all of our listeners are gone. It's just us now, yeah. you guys. They've we're all. Sorry. They've no, all. Frankly, Miranda and I are gone too. That's cool. Well, anyway, Alana, uh, there's a new video game, perhaps. There though. is. The Blackout Club is a cooperative horror game from Question, a studio built by industry veterans whose work includes Bioshock 2, Bioshock Infinite, and Dishonored. I love all of those games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it sounds really cool. It's a game that's about a, a group of teenagers in a town who uncover some kind of mystery, and it seems like adults so are at the center of it. Yeah. So it's like the adults are evil, and there's some kind of call. I think it's one of the friends goes missing. That's if you're watching so cool. video so unlocked right now or the story the for this. Yeah. Aside from like the actual cult itself, um, is very similar to a game that came out last year that I don't want to spoil because telling you that there's a cult in it is a spoiler. Oh, okay. But okay. it's really interesting to see like the parallels between these. But obviously, this is more horror focused. It makes me think of um, Oxenfree. Mm. I was thinking the same. Yeah, it's yeah. totally in that vein. But it says they band together after learning they've all been temporarily losing consciousness, which makes me think of one of my favorite movies, Dark City. Yeah. Mm. Oh man, Dark City's good. Love that movie. Um, but yeah, it's uh, we don't have a release date or anything yet, do we? Man, I immediately I don't think they gave one. No. Just announced the game. I immediately think Stranger yeah. Things. So I like what it. makes me so excited about this, even though I'm <clears throat> really it's really hard for me to play horror games because I have like super bad anxiety. Um, but this is co op. Yeah. Yes. Which I'm just like That makes yes. it all better. Yeah. I wanna play this game now because one, I wanna play any co op game because that's just a thing I love. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, because experiencing horror with someone else is such a different thing. Yeah. Um, and I think that's like just a great way to explore this world because it's like about this mystery, right? And all these like really terrifying things happening to these kids. Yeah. Um, and I think going about that and like kind of creating your own character and figuring out your own role in this world is really exciting. I remember yeah. when uh, the 360 launched and I was playing Condemned. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I don't do very well with horror games either, Miranda. So the exact same way. Uh, I love horror th- games. When I got to, I believe it was. Want to help me? <laughs> it was the like the farm level near the end of Dishonored. I, I actually, I was so freaked. Like I had to actually call my friend Brian to come over. I'm like, you have to just be here. We have to. I can't be alone. While <laughs> I just I play need this another game. human next to me. Yeah, like just the, the, the man that original one. You're talking about condemned, right? Condemned. Yeah. yeah. So I, uh, when I was in high school. None of my girlfriends played games, but they didn't. No one ever like bullied me for playing games. They were all cool with it. But when I was playing through Condemned, I had uh, two girls over during a sleepover, and was like, "Hey, you guys should just uh, play this video game." And I like, gave them the controller <laughs> and made Troll. them walk through like one of the the train station levels, and I literally set them up so it'd be right before there's a jump scare where there's a guy oh, on the ceiling with a yeah. pipe, and one of the girls, her name was Emma, threw the controller and started crying. Oh, <laughs> from this i just thought this would be very funny but it was like, like traumatized like, wow yeah it was not Never one of the nice things like, that's your rubric for choosing friends yeah. it's like, if you can get through the chain level we're and we can be best buds we're not friends yeah. anymore she failed yeah, yeah. It didn't work out, but... took the other half of the necklace back yeah, oh, that's yeah. It. picked her R- out r.i.p the night to get out of here <laughs> i played through gears of war 2 when another girlfriend had gone through a breakup so i was playing through this game i was wearing the chain that came with the this worm like you're slicing at your way out of is like your ex-boyfriend. But, you just got to get out of there. She was like sitting next to me on this couch talking to me about this breakup the whole time. And I'd be like, uh-huh. And I feel like I was just like this disgusting wreck of a human. Like I'm I've been playing for it for so long. And I was like, I guess you can come over. It's like, it's terrible. I have real problems, Uh-oh. Alana. Help yeah. Me. I, I listened. I listened. Yeah. Gaming Confessions on yeah. Podcast Unlocked. Oh, man. Yeah, that's like the best thing for co though, too. It's like you hand your friend a controller. It's like, you've never played video games before. I remember trying to do that with my friend with Halo. And I was just like, play with me yeah 
and she kept killing me. It was so <laughs> frustrating. I was like, no, don't kill me. And she like, just like laugh purpose? about it. Yeah. 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 I'm just yeah. like, because you can kill each other. It's- well, if I ever play Halo <sighs> campaign co-op with a friend, I will always merely kill them in any of the elevators. <laughs> always. Okay. Because like, you respawn at the top. You respawn so at the top, fine. so it's yeah. fine. But every time it's like, Let's dance. Like we're in an elevator. All right, I like how you it. both get in and you turn around. You stare. No, it's like when we're in like a tense firefight, and she's still learning how to like maneuver, just like this game, like how to do a first-person shooter. And then she just turns on me. I'm like, why are you doing? Brenda, I found out how to use grenades. Yeah. Also, why is your helmet glowing now? No, uh, I wish it were that innocent. I had a boyfriend I had to stop playing Halo with because he would constantly stick me accidentally. And he'd be like, well, you're in front of me. I was like, yeah. So I'm going the direction of the game. And I got so angry. I was like, is I'm there, not playing games with you anymore. I'm not doing it. Is there anything more satisfying than a sticky in Halo multiplayer? No. Oh, yeah. man. I was so was good at that. Satisfying. That was like my thing. Well, it's I was great. really good at sticking people with grenades. It is really good. Oh, God. You come around a corner and they get the melee jump on you. They hit you once. You're dead, no matter what you do. So you just stick them in the face and like, I'm coming home. Oh, yeah, the, from the, the grave. From the grave. Some, yeah. yes, yes, that's what I was going to say is from the grave is the best thing. And sometimes you can throw one sticky and it kills the first person. Then you throw another one on their dead body and someone walks over them and gets killed by the yeah. second stick. Yeah. And it's just like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, so good. So hopefully the Blackout Club has some interesting co-op some, mechanics yes. like that. I, I think the lesson up- we took away is hopefully it has sticky grenades. <laughs> we didn't We didn't talk about here is that uh, it has customization options. So you yes. can like customize your own team. And it says you e- they each have their own roles to play in gathering yeah. evidence to prove the crimes of the adults, including deploying drones and traps. I think it sounds cool. I learned that if I'm playing Halo 6 campaign co-op with <laughs> Lana to have to never stand in front of her because I will get whacked upside the back of the head. It's only on elevators. <laughs> yeah. Okay, three, four, three. If you, could, a- if you could just cut any elevator in the yeah. game, get rid of only it. Only elevators. No, we have to have elevator fights now. <laughs> yeah, have you guys never been in the elevators here with me before? I was Every in, time. I was in one this morning, and it felt like it got a little hostile. Yeah, actually. it did. Yeah. Yeah, I really thought about it. You're like, do you have garage access? I was like, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you're alive because you did. I yeah, like, oh, yes, I did. get me to the garage. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, no, it sounds cool. Like, I'm thinking of uh, Stranger Things, Goonies, It, you know. Yeah. Um, and I agree with you. Like, I've never – I don't like horror games. I think they're the worst way to experience horror because hmm. they don't – the scary part never stops until you actually force yourself to go through it. Unlike a movie where you can just be like, well, this sucks. I'm going to close my eyes now. Um, you just Well, it's the thing with video games. You're taking an active role in these stories. And like, if you don't yeah. generally like horror, then it's even harder to get into it because you have to like progress. And it's on you to do that. And why would you want to if you don't like horror? Odd. So Did I none think- of you play through Resident Evil 7? Oh, no. I would have. I, I just... It's really uh, yeah, good. I, I, so that's I the thing is like I've played a little bit of it and it's great. So for for the most part, when I the way I consume horror games because I'm interested in horror as a genre. Like I like how storytelling works in horror, and it's very interesting and very different from every other kind of um, I guess genre, right? And I usually just watch let's plays or I'll watch yeah. friends stream and like that's kind of how I consume it. But with this though, like I'm saying, it's like the really cool thing is doing co-op. So oh, then I have yeah. someone to hold yeah, my hand. I often photo. play like to be fair. When I finished Resident Evil Seven, I did it with Marty. So it's mm-hmm. like I still had some. We did it in the office here. We were just swapping controller one night. So it's like still having the comfort there. But like one of my favorite things that games do in terms of horror uh, that I I don't think movies do as much. That actually Condemned might have been one of the first ones to do it. Is having you go one way and then when you turn around, everything's moved. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I think the, uh, Dems did that with the mannequins, and, yeah. and I love that stuff. Like I, that thing makes me Hill? like, oh man, like it's so yeah. freaky. Wasn't there a Silent Hill that did that too? 
Maybe I think so, that else. happens a little bit in Silent with Hill with the nurses or something. Yeah, but I remember the 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 scene you're talking about because I did the same thing. I watched the Let's Play because I'm not gonna play that. Game. <laughs> I, I think the you know with Condemned specifically, if you if you do like a word association game and it's like say the first thing that comes to your mind, mannequins. When I say Condemned. It's, yeah, it's absolutely it's mannequins. Hundred percent. Condemned has a lot of jump scares though as well, yes. which I don't appreciate anywhere near as much. But the, stuff the, like subtle like things moving. The like abandoned that. elementary school. <laughs> yeah, I felt that way. Play the reboot of Thief. Uh, no. Wait, Before. which one? Oh, you mean the? Oh, yeah, yeah, the, 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 the Idos Montreal one. Yeah. So I, um, I liked that game. It was okay. I played a couple hours of it, and I'm right. a major Thief fan, but I could, I didn't end up. That's not very anything. different. It's not I, a horror game, though, right? It's a no, but it has one level that specifically does feel like that, and it okay. does the same thing where so, it's mannequins moving in a dining mm-hmm. hall, and so like you walk out, and then you walk back in, and they're all in different poses. And one thing that it did that was really cool is there's this underground area where things are moving behind you, but they like just before they touch you, they freeze, and it makes you double back, so you have to constantly turn around in this area when this thing's like grabbing out oh, at you and yeah. it's just like I love nope. games nope. doing it's that. It's interesting that, that 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 thief, Thief 4, had a had a kind of a horror level because Thief 3, which was kind of an underappreciated game, it was it was for PC and original Xbox. Mm-hmm. It was by Warren Spector's uh, Ion Storm Austin studio before it shut down. That uh Jordan Thomas, who would go on to direct Bioshock 2, mm-hmm. yeah. he <clears throat> made his kind of was got some notoriety for designing a mission in that game called Shalebridge Cradle, which mm-hmm. is you're alone in this uh, like haunted orphanage. It's oh, you ter- mean three? I, I think that's one of the scariest levels I've ever yeah, played. Yeah, it's in terrifying. Any game. Yeah, but it's oh. very good. It's very good. It's exceptionally yeah. good. Yeah. Anyway, I think. Well, like, why don't we just well play it together? We could just do that. Yeah, yeah four, a four person. Oh, I yeah, like that. I can. And, I, and <clears throat> to getting back to the original point of what you said, like experiencing horror co-op, like maybe that's a way that people. I mean, like me, who generally just avoid. I'm intrigued by the genre. I just don't play them. Well, they did it with Dead like Space them. as well. Like that. Uh, yeah, I that played Dead Space solo and I beat it. It was fun. But. What we're saying is, hey, developers, be like Question and have co-op mechanics built in, built into your games. I love the idea. I love, I love the idea that like Miranda's like yeah. on the walkie-talkie. She's like, okay, you've got to go to the power shed. <laughs> it's a green handle, and I'm like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I, have you guys I did Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. yeah, no, I would I love, love to. Though. We did a bunch of IGN first coverage. <laughs> the game's yeah, yeah. really good. It's fun. Yeah, I played I, co-op. That doesn't scare uh, me. Like that's not a scary game. Plus, I was just going to say, like, when I see Jason, <laughs> I did play all the way through Resident Evil Five, which I know gets a lot of people don't look, the purists don't like. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I uh, Mitch Dyer and I co-opted all the way through that game, and I had an awesome time. But yeah, it's totally not a horror game, really. Yeah, not it's, quite it's as much. A, yeah, it's more Whereas of a Seven is especially at the very beginning, but then it, it turns into, and I really like Seven for the level design. I feel like if you gave me a piece of paper, even now, I could map out the first house in that yeah. game. Like, I, uh-huh. I, here's I, where every room is. I participated in our, we did a How Scary Is video yeah. with the VR demo of yeah. that. Oh, and yeah. Yeah, that was where you're, like, tied to the chair. and the, Oh, that sucks. <laughs> oh, God, I did that, too. Yeah. Where kitchen, she comes up and you hear, yeah. you hear her behind oh, you. Oh, yeah. Nope. Yeah, that, there's yeah. video record of that on IGN. I'm yeah. not good with VR nope. horror yet because I, yeah. you do, it, it invades your space and there's no point yeah. of comfort. You I can't even cover your eyes. Yeah, they've learned to stop asking me. It's like, no, yeah. I'm not going to do I, it. Chloe Rad must. I think she has like just the Chloe's strongest the mental and so brave. constitution. She's, so brave. She's got ice water in her veins. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> the bravest person. The way she really dissects is. horror too is so good. She's, yeah, yeah the way she she understands it. You can tell she appreciates it as an art form. Yeah. All right, let's move forward here. We've got uh, – this is a piece of news. I, I'm totally on board with this, but this is definitely of interest to everybody here. You know, the, the whole loot box, microtransaction yeah, yeah, yeah. currency has been 
has been uh, all the rage here for a little while now. And the ESRB is is stepping in. They will now label games uh, with specific regard to what microtransactions they have. So the Entertainment Software Ratings Board has announced that it will be assigning labels to physical games with microtransactions. Okay, well, that's we do need to go to take that to digital as well because ha- half or more yeah. people buy their games digitally now. But consumers will be warned about elements such as season passes, virtual currency, and loot boxes by the new in-game purchases sticker. The label will also be present, quote, Wherever those games can be downloaded in the near future. Okay, good. So they are uh, taking that step. ESRB's goal is to provide parents with, quote, comprehensive tools to make decisions on what games are appropriate for their children. Parents will know when a game contains offers for players to purchase additional content, said ESRB president Patricia Vance. I think this is good. Yeah. I think everyone's pretty much on board with this decision. I mean, just give them more information. Why not, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, On the outside, it sounds good. I think the way I understand this is that the in-game purchases sticker will be applied to both expansions and DLC as well as in-game microtransactions like loot boxes. Mm-hmm. So how did they know if things how, haven't been announced? Well, what's the difference? I mean, you know, if there's DLC, how do they know to put a stick? Like, if I mean, the, the developer will, out, will have to, it would have to update. I would assume so. Yeah. That sounds terrible. If you can purchase things in or through the, uh, the client app of, of the game, mm-hmm. or, you know, I'm sure they'll put it online, right. For, for online retail. Um, but from what I understand, there's no difference between like expansions or. In-game. Right. It's just one catch all sticker. sticker, which, which, I mean, how many games fine. come out that don't support some sort of DLC content in some right. form? Inside. They exist, sure. for sure. <laughs> That's about it. Little did you know. <laughs> so the thing is... Yeah, Firewatch. You know, when, two of my favorite games from two years ago. Yeah. When DLC and expansions first started coming out, people were mad about those. But then the goalpost has been pushed. You know, people mm-hmm. were mad about the whole summer, and now people are mad about things like Battlefront. So it's like, yeah. I kind of feel like it's maybe just that we're desensitized to DLC, but parents would still be like, what do you mean you're buying an extra $20 thing for this game I already paid $60? Sure, you're totally it's right. like just potentially that we're like, eh, it's just the way it is now, which yeah. doesn't necessarily make it good. I mean, it's, it goes back, it's like, you know, you hear those horror stories of, of parents who the get like who, the $500 yeah. phone bill because the, the kid was playing some Candy free-to-play crush, game yeah. and, and rang up Kept a, a ton stuff. of in, of yeah. in-app purchases. What, is, what is a clash of clans? Why do I owe $1,000 to it? Um, my, my biggest concern with this is just like, it's going to just become another thing on the box that doesn't really mean anything. On all of them. I think you're yeah. right. There should be more distinction on what yeah. it means. But at the same time, parents probably don't think anything of it or even look at the sticker most of the well, time. Well, I mean, how many, how many parents look well, at the parents, ESRB rating? As a parent. My parents would look at it. Yeah. Like, I remember I, my brother, when I was a little bit older, my younger brother, who's like five years younger than me, um, brought a game to my mom. She's, she's looked at it. She's like, no, nah, this has like nudity in it. <laughs> mom let me play GTA when I was 12. So. Yeah. Wow. Here we yeah, go. I mean... As a parent, I you know I can't speak for all parents, but speaking sure. for myself, I I I think I accept responsibility for knowing and approving what games my kid would play. So you know I, I appreciate that the ESRB you know has does go some of that way, but uh, you know for me it's the onus is on the parent right, to understand. And and I know you know it's. The, it can only go so far. Like, you know, how far down the rabbit hole do you have to go when there's there's these like crazy loot boxes and all this stuff? But yeah. you know, there there's and it's and it's not to say that that parents are anybody is being lazy and that's why we need this. But I just you know I do hope that that 
parents are taking some sort of active role and not just relying on a sticker on the box. Right. And there's so many ways to like double check those things right now too, yeah. right? Like we all have little computers in our pockets. So yeah, Google's real helpful. I think even for the parents who don't look at it, it's still helpful. It's better to have it than not have it. So I, I feel like this is a good idea, but I totally agree with your point that yeah, it I think it's, end up being on everything and it doesn't mean anything. I think it's a That's great true. idea. And I, I mean, taking the, the onuses on the parents out of the equation, taking everything out of the equation except for what this is, which is a sticker to let you know you can buy stuff in the game. Is that serving a purpose right now? If it is a catch-all for expansions and DLC and it doesn't specifically call out that you can buy stuff in here that has a randomized chance to not give you what right. you want. I see what you're saying. I mean, I think there's a difference. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it, at the very least, I guess it's sort of if we just mind meld our two thoughts on this, and that's it's it's giving Dangerous. the parent. I know, right? It's just like the could never come back. <laughs> uh, it's giving the parents sort of the just flagging it for them, like, yeah. hey, you might want to look into this more. There's stuff in here where your your child could go spend a Very bunch of money. Point. So it could, could make them look into what. Yeah, kind of right. It would be nice to like go to a game store like a year from now and just see what that. Oh, they'll all like. be closed yeah. in a year from now. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. brick and mortar. Oh man, um, no, think... you haven't seen all the toys they sell now. <laughs> they do sell a lot. Um, <laughs> what it's become? Anyway, toys to yeah. life. No, for sure, but like, it would just be interesting to see just how many of those games I think have stickers, which obviously, as I think if you're listening to the show, you probably play a lot of games, consume a lot of games media, and you know that probably most games will have that sticker. What was Marty saying? Like nine out of the ten of our nominees for Game of the Year had – I might be misquoting him. No, but, you were right. It was but all bad um, DLC content. What was, the, what was the one that didn't? Doki Doki? No, that wasn't. That no. wasn't for Game of the Year? But that doesn't have the DLC, technically. No, it was. Every- but it does. No, it doesn't have any. It's a free game. Anyway. It wouldn't. By Doki Doki Literature Club. Now top ten. It's been anyway. Yeah. I've lived a yeah, life. I've lived a it life. Most of them yeah. have yeah. have DLC and and microtransactions. <laughs> yeah, that's the point that we're trying to make. And it's just and <laughs> I got there in the end. Yeah. I will say, I just I I do salute the ESRB on this because. The ESRB has been around for a while now, like twenty plus years, and it's just it's good. They should evolve no, right. with. We the should time. figure out how to get if, a, if a, a rating for these violent video games. Dang it! You beat me to it. Oh, I wanted that one so bad. Like if only there was a way to rate movies. <laughs> <laughs> so it's nice to see the ESRB try to evolve with the times a little bit here. Yeah. Um, Great right. job. This is good. Uh, yeah. So. The last couple stories, a couple of things that really pissed me off. I haven't even run these. Intentionally very political today. I haven't even run these by you guys, so we'll see if you disagree with me or agree with me. I guess I, I should I- issue a trigger warning. It's going to get a little political for a minute, but not in a, like, red versus blue kind of. Well, we got know. we got mail about talking about politics in GTA, so. Right, I, I imagine, so whatever. One. I imagine they'll back the truck up next week. But this first thing, this annoyed the crap out of me. Well, you may very well disagree, and that's fine, but. Uh, Ubisoft is censoring art inside of the Assassin's Creed Origins Discovery Tour mode. Uh, Ubisoft gave a statement that said, quote, Discovery Tour was created to offer the maximum amount of people from various ages and cultural backgrounds the ability to visit the long-lost world of ancient Egypt and learn about its history. We worked hand-in-hand with educators and academic institutions to tailor the content to be suited for every audience, including younger students, taking into account cultural sensitivities that can be different from one country to another. So uh, what's this game rated? 
Uh, the game itself uh, is is M. M. But so the, why are we? It, this censored? is available separately oh, okay. as its own thing. You, okay, because I you, forgot if this was like separate or standalone. You get it for free if you own Origins, oh, correct? Gosh, I don't. I'm know. almost positive, oh, but it so, is yeah. also available as a standalone thing as well. So basically, they're putting, you know. They're going to cover naked body parts on art pieces with flowers or whatever. And I know one thing they've done is made it so that there are female students or something in a setting where there would historically have only been male students. <laughs> like that might have been a fabricated Reddit thing, but I definitely read something about that <laughs> that I was like, I don't – what? So um, I just I just have a huge problem with with uh, censoring art with censoring art in in general. I mean I I get that Ubisoft is a they're a multinational corporation with shareholders to to be accountable for to to be accountable to and and profits to mind. But the thing is, this is such a cop out that because Ubisoft has been a publisher that we have lauded on on uh, deservedly so on on uh, unlocked and on IGN in general for the, I would say uh, more than many other publishers they really empower their creators and, and empower the visions of those creators. You know that we can go back to you know they canceled two or three. Uh, Rainbow Six games that were <laughs> like most publishers were just like no we need money just put it out yeah. you know and to to just finally arrive at Siege and uh, Splinter Cell went through multiple reboots and they've they've you know they did the UBART framework stuff uh, with Valiant Hearts and um, what was the other really Cloud good of one? Light thank I you like very it. much so you know I just this is the, to, to if if we're worried about people being offended by a polygonal representation of uh, of of actual art if you know you can't handle a polygonal artistic uh, recreation a uh, re- recreation of of art that has a penis or breasts like what so, where are we going that's here? the thing what does it mean by taking into account cultural sensitivities that's what i was wondering that's too. they don't this sounds this sounds larger than just nudity. I mean, right. nudity is it's like, like they're not thing. putting boxer shorts on the statue of David, right? right? Like that is not culturally I mean, significant. The, yeah, they, they. I mean, they don't detail it. They're, N- they're, nudity it's a vague is statement. something that I like. I totally agree that this shouldn't be censored, but nudity I can understand more because when you're learning about mm-hmm. ancient history in school, they don't show you that stuff anyway. So I, we're still getting a fake version of that anyway. I still well, don't think that's a good excuse for this. I agree, it's wrong. So there's understand it. twofold. One, even if this is a standalone thing, this comes from a rated M game. It is mature. Yeah. That's Assassin's Creed is its brand. Like it's not just some, you know, it's really cool that they're doing something educational with this, but it doesn't make sense for them to kind of pretend like that's not something that they don't have within this brand. Um, and also, like, if you go to any museum, it's like they're not going to cover it up for the students that go through. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's it's our bodies. Hey, Egypt, surprise. They're not going to cover People up have the bodies. statues for you. Right. And so it's like, I think a big thing too is I'm curious again, like what that cultural sensitivity That's is. I'm worried and about. And yeah, it's just like, hey, maybe just maybe. don't change it. Well, it and, or like, don't put it out in those regions yeah. where that is a, is a, is an issue. You know, the, the watering down of this is. Yeah, I, I tried to Google the thing that I had read that I think was a screenshot that was like, yeah, we added like female students to this, even though we know it's not technically accurate. And I was like, I super don't agree with that like i think that if you're showing something that's meant to be educational you can't you can't change you it can't the cultural fix sensibilities yeah you can't yeah, fix what false. was wrong it's, a, it's applying modern day sensibilities yeah which right, is means that it's not educational see i'm i'm a huge proponent of this i think this is awesome i mean yeah. as remembering as a kid like i loved history class but there were some times where it's just like 
oh, this sucks so much, you know, and being able to jump into a video game. I also agree with Miranda that I think this needs to be rebranded. I don't think it should say Assassin's Creed on it. Yeah. Like, because yeah, I think that's a way, it's a way to get kids in the door. I get right. that. But yeah. at the same time, I think it's misrepresentation. Um, I still think this is a super cool thing. And yeah. I don't understand why you just don't have a toggle for do you want nudity? Do you not want that's nudity? Really that's, that's an way excellent better. point. Yeah. However, again, like we don't know the the reach and the extent of this. Like the cultural sensitivity stuff is what's raising sort of a flag to right. me that I don't know enough about this to really talk about it. Um, but I, I can't imagine if it's anything other than a penis or breasts or, you know, maybe violence, right? Like murals of, of victories or battles or what, what have right. you. And then it just feels gross. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like you're doing a disservice if this is going to be a historical but tool. Don't put it out. If to you use don't. to teach children, you're doing a disservice by, uh, you know, basically taking the bite like out of Ubisoft history. Ubisoft is deciding what happened in history and the way that they're teaching that to people is incorrect. Very weird, but I, I agree with you that I, I think the fact that this mode exists is super cool. Yeah, like the fact yeah, that they, I don't think I anyone's love this stuff. denying that. Like when I first heard about this, like what? That's like really awesome for them to offer like an educational opportunity along yeah. with this really popular game. Um, don't censor it. Just yeah, don't don't do that. Yeah, anything like that you can do with this medium to further education, I'm all for it. Yeah, I just I just don't think their stance on this is. I don't think it's fair to the artist, uh, and I don't think it's fair to the viewer, the person that, that yeah. that's looking at it. But I feel like you don't – you do see a false version of this kind of stuff when you are in school as well. well I, I don't agree with that either. I don't remember. Yeah, it's like, well, it's like let's talk about how seeing... schools are scared of showing our bodies because – Which makes everyone terrified of nudity forever and everything yeah, like gets messed up. There's a lot wrong with the education system, but we don't need to get into that. Yeah, <laughs> we can do a whole podcast about that. It's not perfect at all. <laughs> All right. So uh, the other thing that, but let's go to something this, this else. This annoys me less more. infuriating. Ooh. Yeah. Now this is this will be the one I get a lot of hate tweets about, and so be it. But just be kind uh, to each other. Well, that's that's the goal. Uh, a Rhode Island congressman. So this is a state congressman, not at the national level. So Rhode Island state congressman has proposed a ten percent tax on the sale of violent video games. So you'll pay 10% more. So a $60 game, you'll pay your sales tax, then you'll pay another 6 bucks on top of that. With that money to go towards mental health provisions in schools. So this is effectively in response to the Parkland, yeah. Uh, yeah. the Florida school shootings. Uh, so, and the only reason, I would never... Oh, man. No one, first of all, people listen, they don't want to hear politics. On yeah, the yeah. And I, I don't want to talk about it. But this is now, this is... Just directly uh, infringing. It's, 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 that time it's directly again. in the video game world it's here. I said it's that time again. Yeah, bring yeah. It back. So <laughs> let me read you a little more here. A Rhode Island representative has proposed a raise in tax on M-rated uh, video games to fund mental health provisions in schools. Uh, Gamesindustry.biz reports that the uh, member for the Rhode Island State House, who is a Republican by the name of Robert uh, Nardalillo, Nardalillo has uh, plans to increase the tax on games with ratings of M or higher by 10%. He says, this is the congressman, quote, there is evidence that children exposed to violent video games at a young age tend to act more aggressively than those who are not. Uh, though, as gamesindustry.biz notes, he didn't provide any sources to substantiate his claim. I don't think any evidence for that exists. Well, we're going to get to that in a second. Hold, your, <laughs> hold on for just a second here. He continues, the bill would give schools the additional resources needed to help students deal with that aggression in a positive way. Uh, the gamesindustry.biz points out that the uh, United States Secret Service's own research found that less than 20% of school shooters played violent video games. 
Uh, quote, our goal is to make every school in Rhode Island a safe and calm place for students to learn, added uh, the congressman, who, uh, as GamesIndustry.biz notes, has a 93% approval rating from the NRA, which is indicative of uh, voting in line with NRA-friendly policies. <clears throat> By offering children resources to manage their aggression today, we can ensure a more peaceful tomorrow. What are those resources? Exactly. The, the, uh, so the multiple tax, questions. The tax money that they're putting in would essentially promote whatever. So you are you are or, or a therapist. Like or, what <laughs> you are scapegoating video games with no basis in fact uh, to to smokescreen a problem, the real heart of the problem, which is of course guns. Uh, that's a whole separate argument. I only want to talk about yeah, what's relevant to let's this talk about bill economics specifically. But this is just – this is asinine. This, uh, the, I, I can't see I any way this think it's also dishonest. I don't yes. think it will pass either. But I think – you know, there have been a million studies that, that always say no conclusive evidence that exactly. video games cause violence. And I just I, – I, it's annoying to have people say it like it's fact and then the people who listen to them just believe it and then it just keeps carrying on where it's yeah. like, no, this isn't true. Stop. Please stop saying I mean, this. Hillary Clinton was talking about this in the 90s. Then it was Joe Lieberman. It's like it always – it's like it's it's like this uh, spirit that inhabits the body of, <laughs> of, of a certain – it just moves every so often from one elected official to another that, that seems to champion it. Yeah. It's a talking point. It's yeah. a lobbying talking point. Yeah. Uh, I mean if you're – OK. All right. If you're going to – if we're going to do this and if we're going we're gonna to entertain this, why aren't we also putting a, a 10 percent yeah. tax on, uh, on violent films? Books. On uh, – thank you. B- violent books, violent uh, albums with, with uh, certain levels of – certain lyrics that might, might be deemed in that same category. Comic books, uh, ads on – Let's say yeah, what about advertisements? TV shows. I mean this, this is – Game of Thrones. This is ridiculous. How dare you? This is utterly <laughs> and, uh, ridiculous. Yeah, not to mention that the rest of the world has a lot of this media. But, yeah. you know. And I, and I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, we all know what's one. happening here. Yeah, like, we all, we all know, you know what. There are violent video games in Australia also. Uh, I, like, I'm totally on board with the idea of adding more resources. For ch- I don't know what those resources are. I don't know how you just, right. like, fix aggression. I don't think that's an easy thing right. to do. But I know. We'll tax the violent video that. games that are transforming our children into killers, and that'll solve the problem. Like, yeah. No. I, this won't pass, surely. No, uh, it's not. A, it's not. God, a, you know what? I, I hope it doesn't. But yeah. at this point, I'm Some so far happened. beyond. Yeah. I say, yeah, I don't I don't assume anything anymore <laughs> well, <laughs> after a few years ago. Not yeah. even that long ago. So but, um, it's, it's, uh, it's certainly a smokescreen. Yeah, it's, I, it's a disappointing one because it's it's taking focus away from what should really be focused on. I mean, if if uh, Congressman uh, Nardalio was looking for some attention, well, I suppose he succeeded in that. But. Um, kind of always assume stuff like this is supposed to be a distraction from a real issue as well. So um, that yeah. the, bends oh, the you mean case, the fact that sure. uh, the I did check the the NRA endorsed this guy when he ran. Tells yeah. you tells you a little what you need to know on yeah, that. Yeah, I'm hesitant to quote it because I can't remember the source, but uh, I did read recently that that is one of the go-to talking points. Blame the movies, blame the video games, blame the. Um, and again, I don't really want to get into it no. because, like you said, they're not here to listen to politics. But this is just – I mean every 10 years on the – five years on the nose, it's we got to ban the violent video games. Yeah. This is the first time they've actually done something rather than just ban the violent video games. They've actually uh, proposed or introduced legislation that will just mitigate them. And I think, and and I think that's a slippery slope. We care about. Yeah. 
I think it's a slippery slope to say, <laughs> well, I don't want to ban games outright, but 10% tax, like, yeah, I could live with that. And then, you know. Yeah, and then everybody feels better about themselves, yeah. like they actually accomplished and, something. And nothing got right. accomplished. Yeah. You raised money for schools. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you say. And then five years later, it becomes 20%. And then five years after that, it's why aren't we banning them outright? And so, yeah. It's cyclical. I just, yeah, I just have a major problem with this. And I, again, to me, it's. It's not a it's not a left versus right issue. It is a it is a video games being <laughs> very again. unfairly scapegoated yeah. issue, which is which is uh, which offends me as as someone who obviously not only works in the in the video game world, sure. uh, but but is a lifelong video game fan. Yeah, it's and, it's always irritating too because like they just always assume like oh video, like video games are violent, they're terrible, and it's just like do you. You don't know anything about this space. I mean, obviously they don't, but it's just, yeah, infuriating to see this always come up after something big happens. It's just like, well, it's the video games. I mean, but as you said, that there is reasons for that. So, um, yeah, I, I think I totally agree. Like it's infuriating from a, this is our industry and I mean, video games are something that I love to death. It's a hobby and it's probably more than a hobby. It's a passion. Um, because you work here. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I made it in. Uh, but I think what's more is it's taking it's taking focus away from stuff that needs to focus. And even more than like them crapping all over video games, it's them not doing what they need to support the kids in, in, in the country. I'm just really disappointed by that. All right. Well, let's move on to something happier, which is yeah, uh, stuff, you know, which is more video games and stuff we can play. Uh, I foolishly left. Didn't give me the printout. attached sheet. If, if, I don't know if anybody can yeah. grab it off my desk. There yeah, is a printout that's on the. I'm closest. Um, but yeah, we can uh, first talk about March's Games with Gold. Yeah. Perhaps. yeah so, oh, and uh, uh, a new addition to Game Pass as well. Rise of the Tomb Raider is now on Xbox Game Pass. That's a very good video game. I, mm-hmm. That to me, that might be. It's top. It's a top ten Xbox One game for me for sure. Maybe even top five. Yeah, I <laughs> voted for it for Game of the Year in 2015. Not enough people played it. Uh, if you, yeah, I played boy, if, so much that game because I did the wiki. It. Yeah, it is a it is a dense finding game. collectibles in both of those games is very difficult. Yeah, I think just the improvements it had over the original was just awesome. Like I like the story for this one as well. And the tombs, yeah, the, the tombs actual, were so good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed this one as well. It just if you need some help. Got a good wiki for you. <laughs> I'm just gonna plug the heck out of this because, like, I worked so hard on this guy because, like, it, I like not I remember joking, it is super it. dense. Yeah. Like, I made so many maps <laughs> and so much time in this game. And uh, even even what better, game? it's it's got a bunch of great Xbox One X enhancements too. Yeah. So if you happen to be uh, uh, maybe you just picked up an X and you've got either your your trial for Game Pass or you've just decided to subscribe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this is a good game to throw at the Xbox One X because it looks really great oh yeah for sure uh march games with gold we have trials of the blood dragon still that's march 1st to 31st on xbox one super hot very good game super hot on uh march 16 to april 15 on xbox one brave is march 1st to 15 on xbox one and xbox 360 and quantum conundrum march 16 to 31 on xbox one and xbox 360 actually i haven't played that game and have been meaning to forever so which one quantum yeah yeah Yeah. uh kim swift's portal follow-up yeah it's very good i actually didn't didn't end up finishing it i think i got stuck at one point Mm. Uh, and something I just didn't—I don't know—it it, it didn't quite didn't quite hook me the way Portal did, but it is it is excellent. Yeah, it is really good. That's yeah, I mean, for a yeah, free game. One, yeah, the one I'm for sure looking forward to. Yeah, uh, games out. Games. Lots of them this, this week. week. 
Immortal Redneck. Oh, my favorite game name in a long time. <laughs> February 27th. It's not what you think it is. Huh. It's, except it is, it, but it's not. It actually, yeah. Please, it's, uh, enlighten us, Alana. Put on the mummified boots of a redneck tourist who wakes up in ancient Egypt after a supernatural accident. All right. A mix of old-school FPS action and roguelite elements. Fight through the dangerous pyramids, destroy a variety of monsters, and figure out what happened to this immortal redneck. Uh, according, and by the way, uh, <laughs> you'll find this is this is actually uh, Ubisoft has included this. This is their version of reality in, mm-hmm. in the, the Discovery Tour. Mode. <laughs> yeah. So there were rednecks, and they woke up a mummy, and Call- totally uh, happened. Callbacks. Uh, Gravel, February twenty seventh. That's Xbox One enhanced. Uh, it seems to be a racing game. Yeah. yeah. Deep Blob. I feel like most people are probably familiar with that. Another very good game. Yeah. Yeah. From uh, uh, Resurrected from the, the ashes of THQ. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Why? THQ. THQ. Yeah. The new THQ, THQ Nordic. It was a good game back in the day. I bet it would yeah. hold up pretty well. Uh, Riftstar Raiders is February 28th. Shoot and loot your way across nine four-player co-op missions with your friends. Deep Rock Galactic. Xbox One enhanced as well, but that yep. one is actually in game preview. Uh, it says Space Dwarves. Have your attention. Great. Like, no, not really. <laughs> uh, it, it is. A lot of like, nah. It I'm, is. I'm long. Oh. Right there new you. co-op FPS. Like Space Dwarves. Yeah, but co-op. I mean, like, I'm not like, ooh, tell me more. I'm I like, can't actually ooh. remember if that's like the Minecraft one. or Yeah, they showed it at the on stage. At, it's like Vox. Not on stage, but on the, you know, on the sort of the sizzle reel yeah, during yeah. E3. Mm-hmm. It's like voxel based. You dig. You dig, dig tunnels on asteroids. I, I yeah. zone out anytime there's like mining or crafting in a game yeah. at this point. Yeah, it's very. What about, what about cooking? I respect the hell out of Fortnite. It's I, different. Like, oh, yeah, I don't know. That's a good crafting. point, I guess. Um, I don't want to craft unless it's Diablo. I don't want to craft. Yeah, uh, Darkest Dungeon. That's also a very good video. Oh my god, game. go play that game. Mm-hmm. It says a mix of gothic horror and challenging turn-based RPG mechanics. Very what good. madness! Bridge constructor portal. Return to what? Return to Aperture Science Enrichment Center for a slew of new challenging puzzles. It's Portal uh, Three, y'all. It's a bridge constructor. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. That's cool. Yeah, that's Suddenly. been out on, on PC, PC for a while. PC. We yeah. have yeah. a Good. full guide on IGN.com. That's cool. One thing I never understood is if you have portals, why do you need a bridge? This guy gets it. I don't understand. Because you have to get the bridge to the to get to, to the next portal. You can move the bridges around I with. So portal. admire your enthusiasm right now, and you're trying real hard. <laughs> Just doesn't make any sense. Portal is meant to be a puzzle game where the bridges contribute to the puzzles. This time. It makes sense to me. <laughs> I know it does. But it I know it does. Because I was watching Dan Stapleton play some of the PC version when it first came out. The bridges are the puzzle, like figuring out right. how to build the bridges. Yeah. And then the portals are just like the entrances and exits. But you do, you like, you, I don't know. I, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but why not? It's, it's perfect sense. It's portal. And the it's most got, sense of uh, any then, it, then, again, then again, it comes out the same week you have an immortal running around ancient Egypt with a shotgun. <laughs> it's or a uh, redneck. It, El- Ellen McLean, is that the voice of Gladys? Do I have her name correct? I think so. I believe that was right, yeah. So she's, she's in it. That's cool. Yeah, get, get, get some Gladys. You know she's also in uh, Dota 2. <laughs> Oh, do they, do yeah, they have yeah. like a GLaDOS aesthetic pack or something? Yeah, yeah. You can make a. There's an Arcana or a special, uh, I guess, outfit for one of the characters. That's essentially just a blue ball. You can make a companion cube. You know, I think really uh, cool. I cool. think John St. John, the voice of Duke Nukem, is also in Dota 2. It's either he's Possibly. either in Dota or League. It's there's, one of the two. And- there's a lot of voice actors in Dota 2. So I was here until stay 1 in your lane. Last night, and there is uh, we have a portal <laughs> room here, and yeah. twice. 
glad every, I said things. Every it, once in a while. Every time it terrifies me. Yeah. yeah. It's what like, is she, it's just what like, did she say again? Here by myself at one. She's like, are you still there? And I was like, damn it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's like the Furby. Yeah. You're just like, it's happening. Oh, it's happening. It freaks me out it's every time. very man. embarrassing on speakerphone conference calls. They'll yeah. be like, what What yeah. just happened? Just never forget it's it. It's fine. It's just move uh, on. It's whatever. where we work. Um, next up, switch or die trying February 28th as the character I, who has lost all of his friends, or dang, embark across 75 ultra-challenging levels. Uh, the story goes on, March 2nd, combining elements of permadeath with random world generation. Shopkeep, man, there's a lot of games. Also March 2nd, manage your own fantasy retail shop. Oh, this looks really good. I'd actually yeah. like to play that. You're, you're actually a merchant rather than an adventurer, and you have to like stock your shop. I like Is that. that. March 2nd? Um, Mulaka. I, thought I don't that have to craft my, my, my items in my I, shop, do you I? Know, you actually might. <laughs> I don't know. Damn it. Uh, Mulaka is March 2nd, inspired by the real-world locations of northern Mexico. It is an, a new 3D action adventure game based on the culture of Tarufumara. Uh, I played this, and for whatever reason, assuming that it, I'm, I'm right about it, I thought it was Switch exclusive, but maybe it just came out on Switch. It was really good. It was uh, very Zelda-esque. Art, yeah, the art looks really interesting. I liked it a lot. Um, Pit People, a lot of fun. Yes. That is finally it's- graduating from Xbox Game Preview. The Behemoth. Makers of Castle Crashers and uh, Battle Block Theater, and yes. they've been they've been great time. working on this game for a, many yeah. years now. Their track record is great. Yeah, mm-hmm. really is. Yeah, they don't ship games often, but men when they do, they're usually really good. Uh, the last two, Turok and Turok Two. What? What? Huh? Huh? Turok what? and Turok Two. Yeah, like are these Ooh. the Turoks that I'm thinking of. Like because the N64. It's it. It says the classic. Returns restored and enhanced with new visual engine for Xbox One. All right, so it's a Is really it a multiplayer. It's a port, oh god, I it's a port it's of the N sixty four version. I with, guess, with, which I'm very happy about. I'm hundred percent going to cerebral bore everybody. Wow. <laughs> so. It's probably going to play awfully, but it's both yeah. of them. Oh yeah, that's well, so cool. Well, because the N sixty four still use the C the C buttons. Oh yeah. man, like I mean they around. made it work with um, Rare Replay, so I imagine. Oh, was on Rare Replay too. No, 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 it's not. I mean, like, oh. Jet Force Gemini was, like, a disaster when they first uh, brought it to Rare Replay because of <coughs> camera controls, got largely, it. but they fixed it. So it's like, I imagine they've done some work to make this work. I still got to check that out. But, oh, cool. Man, that's, that's super cool. Love it. That's, uh, that's, all, that's all your games. All right. Let's do trivia. Let's see where we stand again after last week. We have Alana out in front with four points for the year. We've got Miranda right there at two points. Brandon on the board last week picking up a point. Brandon, you and I... Uh, attended a Metallica show together twice twice yeah. so I'm That's counting different, on you okay. different shows not the same we didn't leave and come back it was two different shows <laughs> I'm counting on you to uh, to get this right I won and we'll see any, any Metallica nope. fandom over I here? have actually also seen Metallica live and it okay. was great but I don't know the answer alright well, well we'll give this a try this so Anything. Uh, Anything. Tony writes in and asks in honor of Metallica announcing a new world tour they're not stopping in San Francisco I am baffled Oh. Well, they're from here. I know, but they're well, going James on like a Hefield huge. Was from here. They're not. How do you not stop in San Francisco on a, anyway. on a world tour? Oh, we, got, we got to see him last fall. I can't yeah. complain. Um, Tony asks In honor of Metallica's new tour, I present this question. What was the name of the Metallica video game that was in development for the original Xbox? It was also due for PS2 and PC. It was Vivendi. I'll give you the clue, was, uh, was the publisher behind this. It was eventually canceled. It never saw the light of day. There's some footage online. I know that because I went and looked at it. It came out in like 2016 or something, right? Yeah, it did uh, see the light of day. So a Metallica video game. I'll give you a little clue. It would Uh, just – No, 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 no. There are no clues. Oh, man. There are no clues. (laughs) No, I mean it doesn't – No, just – Brandon's three points behind. There's no clues. I'm just going to say it was a kind of like – 
oh twisted metal uh, Mad Max type of car combat game. All See, right? Now I think you're actually hindering them. I'm just telling you what kind of game it was. Okay. Thanks. Right. Gonna what was the name of it? Of so was it Damage Incorporated, Fade to Black, One, or Twisted Metallica? Oh, I get. It. I like that. I wonder if that was the real name. Uh, what? Uh, I'll go to you, Brandon last. Yeah. So Miranda just shaking her head, nodding uh, in the. Uh, I have zero confident. clue. Take a shot. Um, I'll just go for A. Mix it up. I've okay. never chosen A. I think. Oh yeah. Right. So yeah. It's definitely not going to so be good. <laughs> Look up. Brandon sent me a sound every, file. Every, uh, every, yeah. yeah. From every from song. From every album. From every Metallica <laughs> album. Yeah. 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 That's what he says yeah. all the time. On yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's funny. Look, it's definitely not Twisted Metallica. Okay. Yeah. Um, one is a very good song, but I don't know if they would call a game one. Yeah, that especially. doesn't tell you anything about a game. I mean, it could, but not for a Metallica game. I don't think so, especially if it's like an action-y type thing. It's a very yeah. good song, though. Um, so between A and B, damaging sounds more like a video game, but I'm just going to go with B because Miranda went with, with A to make okay. it interesting. Brandon? Close in the gap, it is A. Yes! This damage incorporated, a. which is also a Metallica song, but yeah. that's... Oh, is it? I didn't know that. Yeah, that was yeah they also have an album of, like, uh, covers called Garage Inc., so it's sort of an aesthetic that runs... So, right. I was really worried about getting this wrong, because... And he seems more worried about just... We would have tied, and we, we you would have had two, right? Is that so... You have two? He has no, well, two I don't want to be at the end. I just I don't want to be last. <laughs> that's my thing. Ryan's lost. One of you is going to be I'm sick one day, and I'm going to catch no. up. <laughs> okay, well... Uh, good, yeah, good job, Miranda. Good damaging. job, Brandon. Yes. <sighs> good job, Alana. She narrowed it down. She was yeah. 50, It was solid 50. logic. I do love 50. Twisted Metallica. That was I, obviously... That's, I'm such a dummy. Like, I said, now you've hindered them, and I feel like that gave away a hint that it wasn't Twisted Metal. I didn't think it was Twisted Metal Well, it was never going to be anyway. twisted, because of Twisted Metal. It was t- totally yeah. dummy. That makes perfect sense. Like a no. Twisted Metal clone, but Metallica. Before he'd said anything, I immediately took out Twisted. Yeah, I pretty right, much well, like, knocked off C&D. Maybe I'm not a dummy then. No, you're not a dummy. One is Thank a really you. good song. That it song's is, a lot of fun to play on Guitar Hero, too. Uh, Fade to Black might be my favorite, single favorite Metallica song. Probably the really? most popular. It's, it's the one that I know. It's about suicide, so that sucks. Yeah, that's that's super dark. I mean, one's not much better. It's about a, it's about war, a, quad, war, a quadriplegic yeah. who's, who's deaf, back, yeah. uh, deaf and blind. Yeah. yeah, it's it's. Oh, that never occurred. James Hetfield, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Call of Cthulhu. is great too. Again? There's yeah. a there's a Wolf and Man th- uh, thing that should not be until it sleeps. There's a lot of good. Like anyway, uh, I'm uh, half an hour late to a meeting. Yeah, time to <laughs> so, go. This is uh, a long one. Let's get out of here. We we started late. We're we're going late. Lots to lots to talk about on this week's show. Yeah. Lots of things. I hope I never have to talk about again. Yeah. Like. Uh, anyway, like, you know, you know what? Just don't uh, talk like about Turok? it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's Cerebral bores. Uh, I'm Ryan McCaffrey. You can find me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. I have uh, – wait. Did I post – when was – oh, yeah. The David Brevik unfiltered yeah. already went up. Yeah, yeah. I shot another one. and got, Yeah, more coming up. <laughs> trying to keep them all straight. That's all. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot going on in the, in the it's a busy me chatting with developers thing. Yeah. Miranda. Hello. Hi. That's me. What are you up to? Uh – a lot of stuff that I don't really want to talk about yet. I think I should probably hold off on it. Uh, but you can follow me at Havoc Rose, and that's Havoc with a K. And I'm pretty much everywhere. So, so hello. Hey. Alana? I am at Charlana's out on all of the things. The second episode of my new podcast with Marty went up today. Ooh. 
of it. It's about misconnections. It's very silly. Jared was actually on this episode as well. So. It's got to um, be good. Exactly. Uh, work-wise, putting up a cosplay feature today. I've been doing a lot of stuff with the fix, obviously. Um, planning to do some op-ed stuff that I also kind of can't talk about. But, um, well, I was thinking about writing something about one of the things we spoke about today. Looking forward to it, then. Yeah. Metallica. Metallica. <laughs> yeah. Which is the best Metallica song? Oh my god! Perfect phrase. I have to I leave now. You know the comments <laughs> on that would be like our highest comments of any article we'd publish this week. For we sure. should do it. Just put it up, and we can because there was going to be a video game, so it's it's in our it wheelhouse. Yeah. It's relevant. Yeah. All I got to do, we just you know, what we just need to do. We just need to get a build of that game. That's all we got to do. Find it. All it takes. Vendi, well, I mean, we'll work the, on it. Vendi's, yeah. Anyway, uh, Brandon, take us home. Uh, hey, so I'm Brandon. Brandon Tyrell. You can find me on Twitter at oh, hey. my name. And uh, today we just dropped the very last piece of our Far Cry 5 IGN first. It has been a very long month of awesome content. If you haven't seen any of it, I urge you just type in Far Cry 5 IGN first in Google and you'll uh, you'll Put find – Boomer on the end to find out more about that cute dog. Yeah. You'll find Where's some links boy? that you really also, like. Also, we didn't talk about the fact that there's a new Overwatch hero. There's a new Overwatch hero. Oh, yeah. Right. It's true. And I'm not, Bridget, she's not Coldman's out. Daughter. It's, it's, Public test server though. Right. Yeah. She's not officially. She was announced. Yeah. I can't remember. She's got a funny – Funny pronunciation of her name, so I'm not going to try. Well, Brid- Bridget? It's, no. It's um, Brigitte or something like that. It's not right. That's Brigitte. not right. Brigitte. Brig- Brig- yeah. It's like Brigitte. Uh, it sounds like a fun Brigitte. pasta. And then uh, tune no. in next week yeah. when our we'll be kicking wrong. off our March IGN first. Should yeah. Hopefully, should hopefully be a good one. I'm very much looking forward to it. I, I went and I went to the went there myself with you this time. I haven't. Gone, I, haven't <laughs> I was like yourself, really. Okay, <laughs> well, I dreamed I the whole I, thing. I haven't gone uh, on out a, on the on road trip, myself, yeah. for a I'm, little while. I'm so. usually the boots on the ground guy, but yeah. I was. It was really nice to have you along for this trip. Good times, yeah. Good so, times. Uh, Did you guys see Metallica together again? <laughs> Not I, we would have. Right? We would have had the opportunity arose. <laughs> yeah, hundred yes. percent. Uh, so yeah, that uh, <laughs> the announcement of that will come out next week. But uh, yeah, Far Cry Five last pieces up. We're wrapped. So check that out. Other than that, right? We'll see everybody next week. Have fun with your Xboxes, folks. I know we will. Because we got the Duke. Fable anniversary. Got the Duke. See you next week. See you these controller. <laughs> hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.